So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I found this BBC article um, that's quoted from Medium by a fellow data science, um, like basically former data science, and I'm saying by the name of Chris Lee. Um, you can follow her there. Um, she's basically um, an article writer on Medium there who has some expertise in data engineering, real estate, and she provided a link to a BBC article that's part of BBC World Life. The toolbox and um, pardon, you know, I just had some for a while ago, so you got to try and bear with me a little bit. Um, found this article by Brian Lufkin, and basically it titles What Upskilling Means for the Future of Work, you know. And he quotes Many experts believe upskilling is urgent, but most people don't know where to start. Fortunately, there are many ways infinite ways to hone your skills right and no he starts off by he starts off by saying um upskilling is going to experts one of the most urgent challenges the workforce faces learning new skills to remain competitive is tied as one of the most important way workers can future proof themselves against workforce disruptions such as automation Surveys show nearly 40% of workers fear their job will become obsolete in the next five years. The World Economic Forum also says upskilling is crucial to post-COVID economic recovery. It could boast global GDP by over $6 trillion and create 5.3 million new jobs by 2030. The message is clear. The workplace is changing rapidly and it's going to get faster from there. And he quotes, we need new skills for a new world. But what is upskilling? Many people don't even really know, let them know how to upskill themselves. Right? So they have the report from McKinsey looking at how upskilling sparks growth, growth and tackle equity issues. And, you know, um, a work analyst, Quellen and Good said across all education and income levels. What we saw is that over half of us want to work skill. But the awareness of what exactly they do was one of the biggest barriers, right? And now, fortunately, experts say anyone can upskill, and there are plenty of resources out there to help us once we know the start. Um, basically, that they ask what's upskilling, why it's important. So the ultimate goals of upskilling, say experts, is to be a more effective and efficient worker, stay relevant and competitive in your industry. Potentially get noticed for more raise and recognition and positioning yourself for better job opportunities down the road. The reason upskilling is getting so much buzz is because the skills required in the workforce <coughs> workforce is changing fast. Jobs are changing on you, even if you're not changing jobs, since Linda Kai, Vice President of Tile Development at LinkedIn. And she also says recent LinkedIn data sales skill sets for jobs have changed by around 25% since 2015. By 2027, the number is expected to double. While some skills have become important across all sectors like digital communication, even skills sketched within the same sector are subject to change and fluctuation, the LinkedIn data shows, according to the BBC article. Um, Mrs. Kai here defines up skill as those smaller skills gaps you're always filling, like learning the Excel skills you need to master project budget more efficiently, or practicing a few tips to have better performance conversations with your direct report. Filling these small gaps, gaps can be what gets you better and more productive in your current role and will set you up for that next promotion, she adds. 
Upskilling can include hard skills like how to use certain software, maybe basic grasp of design, and soft skills, honing your listening skills, getting better at giving constructive feedback, right? So in my case, you know, for take me for example, um, basically myself, I had to basically learn more about software development and basically learn new code in R, try to get more used to Python a little bit better, um, basically trying to learn about SQL, right? Soft skills, I, I body language, you know, body language, direct eye contact, um, you know, speaking properly to people, speaking discreetly people, you know what I'm saying? Anything that helps workers, not just workers alone, but anyone in life do their job a little bit better, you know? And Barack Ford basically quoted, you know, anybody that helps workers do their job a little better, Barack Obama Michelle, who was a project matter research and innovation in the Humble College Institute of Technology and Advanced Learning in Toronto, who studied upskilling. Skills matter because they tell recruiters what they clearly tell, what you can do. Kai says 40% of recruiters on LinkedIn rely on skills to identify talent. That's 20% income from last year. Skills provide an incredible opportunity to help fill the most in-demand jobs based on what a job seeker can do, rather than on practice like degrees and titles. And upskilling can look different for everyone. Another big part of upskilling is being aware of both your own skill set and also the broad, important trends in your sector. Take someone who works in oil and gas. It might not be a bad idea to learn more about green energy and electric vehicles as Texas and motorcycle products are going sky high, says Mr. Michelle. Take a step back and see what's happening in the water industry and see how you, and see how you get yourself a cat of the curve in marketing or media. That might mean spending more time on TikTok to figure out how the app works and how consumer trends are emerging. For performers, it might mean knowing the absurd demand for voice actors and trying to gain some relevant experience. For HR professionals, it might mean becoming competent with information systems technology. Um, and it continues saying traditionally companies have led the way in helping workers upskill through in-office training. But now there's also options to hone your skills online. And he, Michelle says you can watch YouTube videos, sign up for LinkedIn learning programs, having a bunch of online certifications, and the little online browser can lead you to articles about developments in your industry, information a lot about live stream events, or even class for particular skills. And when it comes to identifying specific skills to work on, imagining an end goal helps. I would think about and map out what is your ideal job, says Ellen Grud, right? Uh, what do I want to get and how can I work backwards? Same with my mindset. Having the curiosity and the drive to pursue upskilling is the most important thing, the experts say. You may not know exactly where to start, but being invested in your future is half the battle. It's partly just starting to investigate, says Eileen Grud. For some, upskilling is urgent, right? I'm just reading down here. For all workers, technological know-how and communication skills will be important in the future. But many blue-collar workers may need to achieve their skills and more comprehensively. This group of workers face more urgent and existential challenges as huge shifts in the workforce put jobs at risk, particularly in danger of customer service workers, food industry workers, manufacturing workers, and assistance staff. Assistant staff, like administrative assistants, says Ellen Grud. Automation is here, baby. Now, continuing. I think for scum, 
some excuse me upskilling is a luxury you can choose to do and it'll be an advantage for others it's a necessity um she says according to mckinsey data 17 million american workers will see their jobs be less of the man within the next decade and 80 percent of these people may need to be skilled completely not just upskill workers will find building new skills harder because they're more likely to have lower levels of income lower education levels and less access to reskilling resources to begin with so governments educational institutions and employers must work together closely and strategically to address those systematic systematic issues she says upskilling getting ahead it continues the article says upskilling shows that you're investing in your job and your future that's what it's saying oftentimes you just send do a nine to five and go home and relax says michelle but i do think we need to take a step back and take a look at what's happening in the macro picture not only does upskilling help workers get ahead but a government find passing their work in the u.s alone just over a third of workers are engaged in their jobs the lowest number in the decade according to a 2022 gallup poll experts say that upskilling is a way to remotivate yourself and if you don't upskill you're at risk of falling behind and frankly it's not as fun says ellen Gray. lots of us have a learning mindset or a growth mindset it makes the journey more exciting and more fulfilling if you're learning new things and pushing yourself in new things Ellen Gretz suggests blocking out an hour in your calendar to figure out ways to upskill. And if your current employer offers training sessions, sign up for them. I think a lot of people don't take advantage of them. Workers view them as, it's taking my away from out of my family or my job or my day to day. I just don't have time for this training. She says, I think that's the wrong mindset. I don't think there's a single person, she continues, from CEO to frontline worker who can afford over the next five or ten years to not upskill in some way because the world around us is changing so quickly. An article ends there. Now, on to my personal experience with upskilling. Right, so many of you know I'm autistic, you know, I'm Aspergian, you know, what they call the old school way, you know, everything was okay, I admit, throughout my high school years, I can fully admit that, but the struggles didn't really fully pan out, and everything didn't really fully speed up until I entered college, and from here on out, it has been insane ever since. So, I can fully relate um, what the article writer, uh, article writer excuse me, um, is explaining um, based on, you know, my personal experience with learning how to upscale the majority of my life, not just academically, but also socially as well as physically. You know what I'm saying? You know, what they basically mean by upscaling is basically being the best person that you could possibly be in your life. You know what I'm saying? Not only will it benefit you in your work, but will also benefit you in your livelihood. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you that from experience, right? You just have to make sure you seek, like, the right guidance 
to make so that your full like your full potential is sad thin. You know what I mean? So for me, in order for me to upscale and fit efficiently and uh, literally work relentlessly on what I love doing and what I keep myself build, building, you know, basically trying to work around 60 hours a week minimum, you know, according to what Kevin Samuel says, may rest in peace, God rest his soul, you know what I'm saying? You gotta start by literally um, listing the hobbies that you love to do. You know what I'm saying? So for with me, you know, obviously I like working out, um, playing video games every now and then. I definitely love mathematics. I definitely love solving problems and how I may lie and picking up cues and what really goes on. And it basically helped me get by um, with my social skills. You know how to improve on the social skills and pick up subtle cues that I hadn't recognized that I hadn't recognized before. So I'm fully blessed on that aspect um, when it comes to that, right? You know, I like um, I, I definitely admit, right? I am very strong in game theory. I can definitely tell you that. Um, you know. Every once now and then, I could just be, do like some hairstyle and stuff on the side, right? So, in order for me to put all this stuff together and doing all this, all these things that I love to do, right? Because sometimes when I'm like obsessed over something to a point where it literally arouses me, and I gotta try and be very, I gotta try and be very careful um, with the words that I say here, you know, through this Spotify situation. So I gotta try my best to limit the section one window, but anything that gets me excited, anything that gets me aroused, I just fall through that, and I just do like as endless digging, endless research, as much done as possible, just so I could try and get ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? And try to create something out of nothing, even if I fail like a thousand times or a hundred thousand times, you know. At least to try and find something left over that I could try to build from, build from, and see where that leads, right? So that's what I did when I did my um, master's thesis um, called the Minority Game, and I'm looking, I'm looking forward. I'm considering literally reviving it, you know, due to the activity, what's really going on with the current economy, especially with the pandemic going on and inflation rising all over the place and more people resigning from their jobs, you know, those sorts of things that makes like the, the analyzing economy much more complex, right? So I'm looking forward to the challenge. I'm looking forward to analyzing, analyzing game theory when it comes to that type of situation. But I digress, right? What keeps me motivated to try to improve, right? I continue to do things to the best of my ability that I love to do, and I try the best that I can to make sure that I don't like sit or just rest up in the bed the majority of the day, watch TV and doing nothing. You know, the best way to upskill is just very simple. You just can't be fucking standing with your life. You know, you can't. You got to learn how to try and meet new people. You got to learn how to create leads. You got to learn how to be more discreet, more respectful, more professional. You know what I'm saying? 
I try to talk to people and listen more and speak less than what they say. And if you want to try and speak to them again, you want to speak to them again. All you got to do is ask, questions, ask for the number. And if they decline, you know, no big deal. Move on. Keep it moving. Right? But if it's something that you love... If it's something that you really love to do, you always, always, always want to stay up ahead of the game as much as you can in this crazy, fast-paced, technological world. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, and sadly, that environment is quickly changing than more than I will ever know, more than we all know, more than we all think. Um, so e- even with me, even with me, Right, I still gotta try to learn how to adjust socially in a fast-paced social environment. When you add social media equation, when you evolve, when you evolve the technological revolution to the equation, algorithms, the whole nine yards, you have to quickly adapt and evolve and adjust in order for you to stay relevant, in order for you to stay alive. Otherwise, you will not last long. You will not last long, long. You will last. You will not last long. Excuse me. Um, doing what you're currently doing now You're going to be left out of the pack There's going to be winners and losers And the ones that haven't fully kept up with the times Unfortunately they're going to lose and Which is just really very sick Enough for me to say But this is the horse Capitalist environment that we're in Right So to start with upskilling it's to start by doing the things you love and doing endless research on it just so you can try to um, stay ahead of the game. Just if you want to like to stay or stay up ahead in your homework as much as you can, try to get yourself better. But always be be aware of the potential phonetic phrase that may come around. And if need be, you need to improve your communication skills so that you'll be able to develop your own network of other people develop um, a network of other people to build as your acquaintances or even your close friends to help you along the ride and help speed up the process for you. You know what I mean? So it's very important. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, at the end of the day, if you, if you don't master your communication very well, if you don't master your art of communication very well, make an effort to evolve, you will not last long. No matter how smart you are, no matter how many degrees you have, no matter how the vast your expertise is, if you don't do well with communication with other people, game over. So with that, no, I I leave it with that. I don't really have that much to be said. You know, I still got a lot of work to do myself in regards to the situation. I got I had plans to um, go to a tech meetup up in New York City Wednesday where they're doing their little ball crawl and whatnot. Try to see if I can get like more lead. Try to see if I can get like more leads and networking as well. You know, I just recently um, met with a professor last Sunday that was more than willing to help me out, given my situation, see if I can get back to the PhD program, which I already know is intent and can be training at times. You know, but as long as you has, have some help along the way, you know, and you're motivated with doing more than love to do. Why be a lot easier? So, with that being said, Chris from the Bob Conco sign out. Deuces, deuces, deuces.